Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about how Don Pardo will never announce the movie guys are purely for entertainment purposes only. The movie guys. Paul Preston. Lee Caius. Karen Volpe. Adam Witt. Yeah, Adam's not here. That no. song is such a party <laughs> starter. I Listening to that, I remember as a kid, there was two things you wanted to hear. That opening theme song meant you stayed up till 1130. And you were and still awake. You're awake, and you're about to have a party. And then if you could get to the end of the show and hear that closing theme song, mm-hmm. that was like you accomplished something as, a, as an eight-year-old. Yeah. You just had a party. That was the most fun part to watch back in the day. When they say goodnight, that was yeah. my dream. What yeah. actors were talking to each other, who yeah. was buddy with the host, who yeah. was avoiding who... Right, but that's the that's as close as I'm going to get to Don Pardo, and that was you, Paul. That was very good. Did you that do was Jamie? Great. Do Jamie? Jamie Clarky Elvington. <laughs> Jamie Clark. I couldn't do it. Who yeah. appropriately struck a pose, sitting in for Adam today? Yay! So we have Jamie. Yay, a lot of celebrity Woo! deaths, though. Not just Don Pardo, but Richard Attenborough passed mm-hmm. away. Welcome to the movie guy. The rule of threes is out the door. Thank you, Hollywood. <laughs> You've just killed nine. it. Because we had like Robin yes. Williams. Lauren Bacall mm-hmm. and Don Pardo and Elaine Stritch and James Garner and uh, James Chigeta and uh, you know this is too many yeah it's hard for me to get sad when I already thought they were dead <laughs> yeah Richard yeah. Attenborough was Lauren 90 Bacall that was, was a tricky. shocker that I was, was like, a shocker mm. that he was still around in the first place yeah. and then that he died on top of that I was like oh that's I'm sad again because I was sad the first time I thought he was dead Elaine right. Stritch really busted my Deadpool she's the one that broke my, my <laughs> Deadpool bracket <laughs> I was going strong until that old bird knocked off. I thought she was dead in the 70s. Yeah, I didn't even have her on the board. I didn't have her on the board. Welcome to the movie showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guy's empire. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club, uncomfortably close to Burbank Airport. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week from us. Basically, search The Movie Guys or The Movie Showcast anywhere on the World Wide Web, and we come right up. iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, and of course, TheMovieGuys.net. Absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe... And if you do... Paul, how much is that? Absolutely free. There you go. Uh, I think I have that in my wallet right now. I can write that check right now. If you were on our website right now, you would see an interview with Uwe Boll. Yes, Uwe Boll. He played for the Philadelphia 76ers. He was German. really tall, center. <laughs> yeah, that's Minute Boll. Oh, Minute Boll. <laughs> Uwe Boll is... Uh, how many bowls are there? A film well, director. Dictator? Oh. I'd like you to guess how to spell Uwe. <laughs> Because I saw it in writing in my email, and I didn't know what was happening. Is it UVA like the birth control pill? Close, (laughs) close. I promise you there's an umlaut in there. No, not so much. No, there's a W. You bowl. And we interviewed him, and uh, he doesn't, we'd love for him to come in here, but he lives in Vancouver. So we shot him some questions, and he uh, wrote back. And if you know anything about Uwe Boll, the film director who has taken on critics with his fists... His answers were entertaining, so check that out. Right. Uh, also, if you uh, want to listen to showcasts like this one, you can check it out on a couple of internet radio stations, including WBAD.net, Fridays at 4 Eastern, and Jonas Mount Radio, Thursdays at 6 p.m., who are also 
not charging, I believe. I am your host for the Hardest Working Podcast on the Airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Lee Caius and Karen Volpe. And you know her, you love her, she's the smartest person in the room. Jamie, the board op, sitting in uh, to co-host for the first half of the show. Now, the second half of the show, we'll be welcoming not one, but two guests. Actresses Caitlin Keats and Sarah Butler will be here to talk about their new film, Treachery, which is uh, coming out next week. Plus... Karen's birthday is what you see this week in a new segment as we bust open the Movie Guys time capsule. So that'll be fun. And as ever, a totally packed show. So uh, we'll be covering everything that comes out in theaters this weekend to prep you for the multiplex. This includes two new releases in The November Man. Pierce Brosnan plays uh, spy Peter Devereaux, who's retired. Oh, thank God. Don't worry about Devereaux getting involved in any gunplay or international excitement. He's retired, so that's probably going to be the whole movie. Go home, audience. No big deal. He's at it. fishing. Turned in his gun. Powder blue jumpsuit. It's going to be him at the Rite Aid buying one of those Monday through Sunday pillboxes. Yep. (laughs) No more spying ever for him. Wait, wait. What what is that movie? If you want her to live, you got to get back in the game. Oh, he'll get back in the game. Well, that'll be great. I did game. not see that coming. No. Just when you think you're retired. <laughs> he'll, he'll get back in the game, so that'll be exciting. And in the uh, spirit of this film, we're going to interview a spy later. Oh. Now, it's very often that they don't like to reveal themselves right. or it may They're blow their spies. cover. But we have an interview. I saw somebody skulking out front in the bushes, but uh, it was just Sarah. Oh, well. <laughs> so. uh, now, uh, she wanted to check out her environment yeah. before she made herself known, which I can Which respect. is wise, which is yeah. best. We also have a new film coming out, a horror film called As Above, So Below. 370 feet beneath this point is a hidden chamber that might contain a critical missing piece of our history. How are we supposed to get down there? Catacombs. Shovel. That would have been better. The Empire of the Dead. Hole. Big bone. hole. We don't. We don't. We go through here. Let's do it. Let's get a croissant. So they go down the hole. Like, why would you do that? I wouldn't go down the what hole. What the hell? What was wrong with you people it's in the movie? It's a whole series of bad decisions. It this really movie is. is things that they, <laughs> there's there's moments all along they could have just stopped and turned around. It's like, like renting a whole cabin to write your novel in. These are some good the- ideas. <laughs> I kid oh. Sarah Butler. Uh, all right, now uh, enough of this. Jamie didn't shower for nothing, so let's uh, let's talk she about. She did a... shower, but not for nothing. All right, all right. Let's talk about a, a pair of movies report. coming. Out. Was that good? She smells he gave her a nice delicious. Sniff. Perfect. The scary films shot in foreign locales tour makes a stop in Paris, France, or as we call it, Paris Freedom. Karen. <laughs> Isn't it scary when things jump out at you from around corners or dark, narrow hallways? Well, here's a movie that takes place in a setting that is nothing but corners and dark, (laughs) narrow hallways. It's As Above, So Below. And seeing how we're out of descent films, we have this. In this film, the backpacking trip through Europe takes a very scary turn. Oh, do they stay at one of those hostels where you have to share a bathroom with somebody else? No, this is the terrifying story of a group of young explorers as captured by the GoPro cameras attached (laughs) to their heads. Yes, it's Blair Witch Goes Underground. This movie is entirely lit by headlamps. The explorers are archaeologists looking for rare runes and treasures in the sewers of Paris. What could possibly go right? Oh, I'm sorry, wait a minute. Not sewers, I meant catacombs. Uh, Paris is so fancy, they call their sewers catacombs. Same difference. They're both filled with shit nobody wants. But uh, the point is, in Don't Go In There, the movie, the catacombs are lined with skeletons and in an unknown city of the dead beneath the Paris streets. Here the explorers uncover dark secrets that force them to deal with haunting moments of their past. It's kind of a flatliners for a generation that doesn't get a good flatliners reference. (laughs) The gates of hell are beneath Paris. I knew it! (laughs) 
Not since Chud has a movie sunk to such depths. Chud joke. Well, it's always good to get a Chud joke in there before you. Wasn't it worth it, Karen? I do not know what I just said. Cannibalistic human underground dwellers. Humanoid. Humanoid underground. All right, if anyone else knows scarier. what that is, please send us an email. There was a movie called Chud back yeah, in 19 whatever. Yeah. No one yeah. seen it. It came out around the same time as Ghoulies. Oh, did it? Is Ghoulies spent G, spelled G period O period no, it O is. period L? They call this not I, an acronym. Yeah. It was for to make you scared of what's underneath the manhole cover. It was it was for to make you scared. I'm Definitely. already scared of what's underneath the manhole cover. <laughs> yeah, I've never once why saw would that. you not want to be scared of that? You know, I grew up in a small town outside of uh, Cleveland called Illyria, which sounds like a disease. It sounds like a medication for some sort of it, eye problem. Yes. <laughs> And we used to Did that and right, your bowl? right down the street was the <laughs> yes. sewage plant, and so we grew up next to huge vats of. Shit. Yes, and not, yeah. not once did we go down that street and go. Hey, we should probably go wade in that. <laughs> no, right. I wonder what's in there. And if you do, you should Chuds. sing songs. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't play songs from Les Mis during this whole preview. For what? Are because they it takes place. Oh, in France. In France. Jeez, oh, oh, okay. Took me a second. Thought you're, so hey. you're calling France a sewer? I'm just calling the sewers of France a sewer because there's a whole song where Jean Valjean carries Marius on his shoulder through the sewers, through the sewers of Paris to fighting save chuds. him. Fighting chuds. This, this lay Miz needs an update. Just saying. I would love to see some Mizzes fighting chuds. <laughs> lay Mizzes fighting chuds. Oh, lame Mizzes. They're the miserable. The miserables fighting the chuds. And I'd be miserable if I was in a sewer carrying a heavy dude on my back. To my daughter, who he's going to have sex with, but that's not. And in that the, that's is not how exactly. we review. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> As above, so below. This one. Okay, this movie. Okay, I had, let's talk about and Sarah go, Wait, I need to talk about this for a second. I because know. I brought this movie up last week Why? to Jamie. I said, hey, we're going to cover this. And you went, ooh, I want to see that. Yeah, I do. I'm super excited about it. Okay, so I haven't heard much about it. Explain What's got yourself. you all crazy? Well, basically, it's uh, from what I can take from the trailers. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's like Sunnydale. But under Paris, Sunnydale, like the high school from Buffy, that's where the Hellmouth was. That's where all the you know, bad things came out. And it comes out through there. Now, I have been to the Europe, and I've been to the underground catacombs. Not there, but in Scotland. So I understand how super creepy it is. Yeah, there. Which makes me like it. The bunch of bones underground, so that's creepy. Yeah, we went to Certainly. one in Italy. Is this what they're doing creepy. over there? Just lining up skeletons they're and all making... Over everywhere. <laughs> they use they, them for decorations. What and is really, it? And it's got that kid from Mad Men, and he's super cute. So I'm in. The end. Which kid? Yeah. Uh, the one, well, he was just in the current season. The one that cut his nipple off? What? what? Well, I'm okay. In, I'm obviously I a couple seasons behind on Mad Men. Apparently. Yeah. Sorry. Yikes. All right. What am I not watching? <laughs> uh, he didn't, she, she didn't say a girl cut her nipple off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Moving on. I'll admit the claustrophobia of this movie will be creepy. You Certainly. know, because not only just being down there is creepy, but then they find holes and stuff they want to crawl through to discover more tombs. Then he can't tombs. breathe. He gets stuck. guy gets stuck in there. And has then there's his... a car in there that his mom was in. Wait, what? That, yeah. No, that's the flatliner stuff. There's yeah, things from their past what? show up and haunt them. And one yeah. guy obviously sees a, a fire his mom was in. It seems like it's his fault or something, so he's all upset, upset about it. I believe it's probably his fault. There's one guy who sees like jerk. a piano, though, and he's like, it's an old piano from my house, and one of the keys was wonky, and he presses it, mm-hmm. and it's wonky. And he's and he's having a flashback to having to learn scales. Yeah, I was gonna say how, it's not so horrifying, <laughs> really. The, the piano. Oh, Do you remember the last scene of Blair Witch, where they go yeah, into right. the house and yes. it's all that POV? This whole movie is that. Is Somebody scary. saw that and went, "Hey, we should do ninety minutes of that because that's fucking scary." Yeah, I'm just scary wondering I can't when. Focus. It, when are we gonna be finally done with this, though? This movie. Yeah, it's about like, an hour we're and a half. Still referring oh. to Blair Witch, and that was like. 
It's a genre. I think it's because it's cheaper to make than a lot of other movies, so they keep doing it. Perhaps also the one that, you know, got the most hay uh, uh, made over it. Yeah. You (laughs) just said made hay. I I did say made hay. Grandpa (laughs) (laughs) Caius. You can't name another successful one since then. Yeah, oh, Paranormal Activity. Oh, God, this is going to be the like. Oh, good, another Blair Witch. They've tried that like 15 years. I was so disappointed when I found out that Blair Witch was fake. Like, I'm with I you. wanted it to be real. I'm with you. I got snookered on that. I, I was thought it was so real. Bummed. I thought yeah. it was re- real footage. Real? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. better when I thought it was real. Then when I, then I thought the acting was bad when I knew it was fake. Yeah. I thought the acting was good when I thought it was real. Oh wow! I thought that girl was really good. Sarah Donahue. Yeah, she making was. those monologues. Uh, yeah. Bob. Heather Donahue. Heather. Oh, yeah. see, now yes. here. Usually yeah. Jamie's over there That's correcting true. me. I would fix it. Now Sarah, uh, Sarah's correcting me. Now, does All anybody right. know anything about the Bible? Because they say that this comes from a Bible verse. It's a book. <laughs> it's a yep. book, Ding. isn't it? I'm surprised they didn't make a movie. So this is out based on a book. So it's a oh, perfect. It's a movie. Perfect. Based on a book. Yeah, but it is a crazy title. I don't know if it'll catch on. As above, did remember. you see as above, so below? Did you meet? Did you see my above? I mean, my. Was Tunnel of Bones not taken? That's my. Tunnel that's what I call it. Tunnel. Yeah, did you see Tunnel of Bones? That sounds like a song. Spooky shit. <laughs> seen spooky shit, shit. The movie. Like you too would write Tunnel of Bones. Anyway, we'll see the guy fret over his uh, never having taken piano lessons, and then people will die. There you go. Sounds but, good. You know what? It's a scary This movie. can be summed up so well. I think Lee thought that as, as above, so below is worthy of kickstarting a new segment here Uh-oh. on the on the showcast. What we're calling the Lloyd Dobler movie review. So here is the uh, Lloyd Dobler movie review of As Above, So Below. Uh, hang on, I'll give you the proper theme for it as well. Lloyd Dobler movie review. It's, uh, it's about some kids that go spelunking under Paris, and then a bunch of scary stuff happens. Hope I didn't give anything away there. Okay, maybe that didn't hit as that's hard it? as I thought it was, that was good. Amazing. That's all you got. That's great. Well, all that's right. his really summation. Do we remember? That's his summation the of old cocoon. people, yeah. He's like a bunch of old people. People go out of space. Going to space. Hope I didn't give anything Hope away. Hope I didn't there. give away. Sport of the future. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Our next uh, movie is Pierce Brosnan as a legendary oh. spy getting back in the game in the November, man. I'm no marketing genius, but this seems to be coming out in the wrong month. All right, here we go. November, man. He's a real November. 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 If nothing else, we're, we're super high tech, right? That's, that's the whole point. Is. But really, are we, uh, the November Man, another superhero movie? I summon my strength from college football, the midterm elections, and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade! I am November Man. Uh, Paul, I, I maybe that's not what it's about. I uh, I think you're confused, among other things. And uh, if we play a clip, uh, I think you'll be a lot less misinformed. So, oh, here we go. Guns cocking. All right, go ahead. Well, that is a nice summation, but here's a real clip of Bronson as Peter Devereaux. Bronson? Charles Bronson's back? <laughs> Bronson. Do you think he dealt with that a lot, by the way, when he was I starting he his did. career? People are like, we need Brosnan in there. I'm not exactly Oh, I loved on, him in Death Wish. Not exactly hooked on phonics. Do you think he's named after a street, Brosnan. too? Because Bronson is named after the street right by Paramount Studios. That's right. That's right. So maybe there's a Bronson. Do I do this over? 
Can I do no, that? No, it's perfect. Keep I mean, yes, do it over. But Bronson has We're not cutting that strength. gold out. Well, that's a nice here. summation, but here's a I'll real clip of Brosnan mm. as Peter Devereaux, who is a lethal and highly trained ex-CIA agent. All right, I look forward to this. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Okay, that's not okay. Wait, Paul, Paul, please. I've heard, I've heard that about him. Please, okay. please. Yeah. Evian bottle skills is what he's got. Here, I'm in. Please. <laughs> Brosnan. Okay, let me look it up. As above, so below. Liam Paul, that's right. It's determined on the, how tall they are, how big their feet are, and how big his yeah, hands are. They say big shoes. Big, Anytime a stewardess is involved, right. you know there's something serious. I'd like right? to refocus. I'd oh, like to refocus. We were a talking bit. about Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson wormholes. Sorry. <laughs> Paul, yes. Paul, if you could just refocus us, refocus us and play a real clip okay. from The November Man. Here it comes. Peter Devereaux. You know who we used to call you? The November Man. Wow, not since August Osage County has a movie been so upfront about its title. Remember their trailer? Hey, it's August, and we in Osage County. <laughs> You're, you have too That's much free time. You have to get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Listen, I'm excited really for real about this. I love the idea of Pierce Brosnan as another action hero, especially yeah. a spy, a character we're so familiar with him playing. I hope he has to rescue somebody in trouble. Peter, you need to look at this. It's Alice. She's in trouble. <gasps> oh, sweet. The only thing better would be if he goes up against his protege, somebody he trained. Who are those men? Were they police? And this kid is the best assassin I've ever trained. Awesome. Yeah, but like any spy movie, I bet you no one really knows who they're working for. Do you have any idea who you're working for? <laughs> this guy can't possibly have any real friends. All your friends try to kill you? Eventually. Oh, I'm going to see the shit out of this. <laughs> Always good to see Pierce Brosnan playing the best of the best. I've seen him play the worst of the least, and it's not nearly as compelling. <laughs> well, it seems we've got almost every spy movie box checked off on this one, and we're just one Alice falls in love with Devereaux away from a perfect score. It's the classic tale of master versus student. Devereaux is pitted against Luke Bracey's character, David Mason. Individually, these men represent two of the best agents the CIA has ever produced and then co corrupted. But I, for one, am hoping that in the end, they see that they share not only a past, mm -hmm but also a future. That's right. Think about it. Peter Devereaux and David Mason join forces to become Mason Devereaux. Now that's the name of an international super spy. <laughs> or a stripper. Devereaux <laughs> must protect the valuable witness Alice Fournier, played oh. by Olga Kurilenko, oh. who, by the way, is your standard amazingly hot spy. <laughs> Kurilenko's character has information on the agency that the agency will kill for. So here's a tip. Maybe make your spies not so incredibly hot. That way guys like Peter Devereaux wouldn't ha be so motivated to save them. Think about it, H.I. No offense, but who's going to rush in to keep Kathy Bates from getting bumped off? Hey. <laughs> this is another case of international espionage played out on the world stage and safely out of SAG jurisdiction. No union dues were harmed in the making of this film. That looks like you can add Pierce Brosnan to the list of those over 50 and still kicking ass, along with Bruce Willis, Sly Stallone, and Blythe Danner. Ass kicker. <laughs> I picked Blythe Denner. Denner because it was the funniest sounding name I could find of a woman that over a funny 50. Name. You know, uh, that's... Still acting. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow's mother. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. oh yes. God sure. forbid we don't have nepotism. Continue. 
This is directed by Roger Donaldson, the poor man's Roger Spottiswood. Donaldson has recently shortened his bio from Director of Species in Dante's Peak to Director of Whatever's Left. As I mentioned, I will see this movie, but only after I've seen the other nine films since Kevin Klein starred in The January Man. There we go. I gotta watch The February Man and The March Man. Uh, I thought I'd explain that joke. Brosnan Street is in San Diego. Brosnan? Brosnan. Well, I used to live in San Diego, so that's why I made the mistake. That's why. That's why you said Bronson? Mm. I was hoping nobody would notice that. really (laughs) close. Very close. Uh, I'm going to see this. All right, uh, you one? give no, us a no. full report. I plan yeah. on taking a flight soon. I'm sure I'll see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, you have no choice. <laughs> I'm flying back You'll for Christmas. Stuck. I'm yeah. sure I'll be seeing this. <laughs> I like him kicking ass. I'll uh, watch that again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He was a 007, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. For, for, you know what, and I look back at his career at Bond. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a lot of great Bond movies. Everyone that. wanted him to be Bond, but yeah. he got in there right when the writing was kind of meh. Yeah. Die Another Day is no good. The World is Not Enough has Denise Richards being one of the worst rocket scientists she's you'll ever see in your life. She's a rocket scientist, absolutely. Um, she's no rocket literally, scientist. Literally, she's a rocket scientist in the movie. Because um, that's believable. Tomorrow Never Dies, right, that's it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Goldeneye was fantastic. So it came out of the gate strong, and then they weren't all that hot. It's a shame the writing wasn't as strong as it is now with the Bond movies. Daniel Craig's got the best writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he lucked out. Now, I hesitate to, to mention this because I don't want to ruin, ruin it for everybody else. Yes, but mention it. I think it is a point we should all consider. In light of Mr. Williams' death, I cannot, for whatever reason now, watch Pierce Brosnan and not think of him in Mrs. Doubtfire. So go ahead. Yes. So go ahead. Go back and watch the the trailer for this, and just think about him as the boyfriend in Mrs. Doubtfire. It becomes a less watchable movie. November yes, Man, or yeah, November Man. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because he does it. You can't take him as seriously. He's yeah. yeah, he's like uh, the accent's a little muddled there. You know, that's all I hear. When <laughs> I <laughs> sort of heard a little Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was doing his lines. It's getting a little mumbly. It grumbles. It's a little grumbly mumbly. You know, you get 60, I get yeah. you start grumbling. Maybe your dentures start to make it hard to talk. I don't know. Slide around How a little dare bit. You. Oh, dentures. Just saying. Pierce Brosnan. Well, he is. He does seem charming as fuck in this, though. Listen, I'm not you're sure not, you're, who this Luke Bracey is. You know oh. who he is? He's he's the Jai Christopher of this movie but or whatever. I could have, like. Jay, Jay, oh, what is his name? He was in the Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah, the Bruce Willis uh, Studley guy. Jay Courtney. Jay Courtney. Uh, yes. But I was. Jack Reacher, Jay Courtney. This was Prince Charming. If you've seen the trailer, this guy, it's the spitting freaking image of Prince Charming from Once Upon a Time. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh, Josh Dallas is in a movie. And then I found out it wasn't him. And then I, now I don't. Jamie, our TV uh, it's good expert. To, it's good to know that there's two men that look like that out there. <laughs> it, 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 your chances just went up. I know. It's doubled. Like he also just doubled. Can't make a good you sentence, would love a world so full of army hammers. <laughs> oh, my right? God. They just should keep making doubles of him. Every movie should have at least one should or two. Should have a couple of winkle eyes. Army yeah. hammers. <laughs> I was just I talking about him today. Oh, Ugh, good lord! One is bad enough, and there were two. There of were them. two, and they were talking to each other, I which was weird. About Wait a minute! Too. The Winklevosses you like? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The they're a little too Ken doll. That's exactly why they're awesome. Is it because yes. all the money hanging out of their pockets? Well, we're not the real Winklevi. Army Ham, Army's well, Army Hammer. Hammer oh, the fake yeah, Winklevi. Oh, okay. He's got money hanging off of him too. Oh, His I name is short for Armand. Armand Hammer. No, he's like, from the he Armand Hammer. Armand Hammer family. Yeah, like, he's from the uh, you know the baking soda. Yeah, the baking soda people. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Have you ever the people in your fridge? <laughs> Here's he's, my okay. Thing. He's a catch. Beautiful and money. How many people <laughs> what, have you ever? Let me shoot myself. Have you ever, when you were baking, just tested the baking powder? You put your finger in it. Don't do that. Don't it taste 
horrible. Well, I'm yes. pretty sure they tell you I'm don't eat it. Sure oh my not goodness! Really. But well, you there's put a it difference between food? no, that's baking powder, not baking soda. Which one are you talking about? Uh the one in Army Hammer. That's soda. That's soda. soda. That's, it's not good. Don't you put don't put that in. That. You don't bake with baking soda. Yeah, you can. Do you? Sure. Yes. Name two things you bake with baking soda. Cookies and cookies. And that's cookies. baking powder. No, both. No. You All have right. to do, and no. you know what? You will mess your shit up if you do the wrong amount and the wrong one. Shit will be flat or too poofy. And that's the November right? man. Thank you, <laughs> 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 but I want to get back to the November man only because we have another yes. guest. Oh yeah, oh, special yeah. Before guest. Before right. we get the uh, the the ladies in here, mm. as I mentioned earlier, we're thrilled to have our next guest on the show, a real life spy. Ooh. All right. Catch. Now, like many spy films, the November man deals with international espionage. But how close to truth are these films? To get some extra perspective to help us enjoy the movie, we brought in Ronaldo, international spy. Ronaldo, good to have you here. Well, boy. Uh, I don't know how, how much I can say about whether or not it's nice to be here. Um, these walls have ears. Do you mind running the faucet during the interview? Just I'm not going to ask you radio? to reveal any secrets. Oh, okay. I just want to know what it's like acquiring the sort of information that can take down regimes or countries. Oh, well, all I was involved in taking down was the, the threat. Uh, they used to call the Rat of Versailles. Ooh, that's see now that sounds intriguing. Yeah. Is he in the catacombs? Is that what? What international right? crimes was the Rat responsible for? Uh, well, every night this Rat would sneak into a high security facility and eat all the cupcakes. Wait, what? Maybe cupcakes is like a code word. No, no, for it's for gold uh, or diamonds. Yeah. Actually, the high f- high security facility, of course, is uh, the local fair. And uh, you can imagine the chaos when some of those participants' cupcakes went missing the next morning. Like so real cupcakes. Kind of wait, 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 this is Versailles, France? With baking soda in them? No, Versailles, Ohio. It's just outside of Steubenville. <laughs> okay, look, you ever go international with your espionage? That's kind oh, of oh, oh, I, I get it. I see where you're go- I'm sorry. I should have mentioned this up front, but I don't deal in international espionage. More of local espionage. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know there was such a thing as local espionage. All right, Paul, everyone's got their secrets. All right, no, hang on. Have you ever taken down, like, a drug cartel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, see? Okay, see, that's there exciting. Tell us about that. Well, he went by the name of Dimebag Donnie. I had to tail him for weeks and uh, wait until he slipped up, made a drug deal at prom. That's when I got him. Nailed him. So he's a high schooler. Well, you know how hard it is to gather intelligence from today's public school students? I mean, these guys are slippery. They're... What about uh, like a jewelry heist? Do you ever stop? Yeah. Oh yeah, jewelry. Well, in the field of local espionage is full of jewelry thieves. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay, that sounds exciting. Yeah, it, it took yeah. a long time for us to catch him, but with my help, mm-hmm. the Zales in Tip City was able to catch someone who had. <laughs> Tell us all about it. The Zales espionage. in Tip City was Bye. able to catch someone who had tried to return a ring for full price that they had bought on sale. Okay, Say I don't see Pierce so. Brosnan telling your life story anytime soon. Well, neither do <laughs> I. Or Pierce, or Pierce Bronson. Bronson won't tell it either. <laughs> he might do it. <laughs> is he still alive? He is not. And I fear, Paul, that perhaps the knock list has fallen into the wrong hands. Ooh, okay, the list from the Mission Impossible movies. It's a list that, if in the wrong hands, will out all of the spies in the world. That could lead to catastrophe. Well, it could, and <laughs> I wish. But uh, no, this knock list is a list of the eighth graders in the neighborhood that like to run around and, and uh, play knock knock zoom zoom. Knock knock zoom zoom. Yeah, it's a, it's like a game like di- ding dong ditch where you ring a doorbell and then you run before whoever's home can answer the door. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of elderly people in our neighborhood, Paul. It's a real catastrophe when they have to get up. They could break a hip or. I think we may have gotten the wrong guest for the show. Oh no no I I, I can't be here anyway. I gotta 
I got a stakeout at the top of the hour, so... Uh, um, yeah, I'm sure, no doubt, keeping eyes on a traitor to the country or something. Well, it is the Copelands on Grove Street. They're accused of not picking up their dog's poop by the condo board. And I got to tell you, someone's got to make sure that's that's happening, so... Okay. Well, look, I, I suppose holding up in your vehicle all night, committed to the task, right, can be a bit trying. At least that's something, right? Well, I, I'm actually w- without a car right now, Paul, but uh, I was on my way to the fridge when I saw Don Copeland himself... With his dog, poop on my yard and kept walking. You're their neighbor. I'm not stepping in dog poop. All right, get the <laughs> hell out of here. Enough of this guy. Like Ronaldo, the local espionage agent. Did you agent, get everybody. him online, like at Craigslist? It was a Craigslist thing. Yeah, That's exactly. what happens. Uh, well, enough of you. Well, we're going to say goodbye to Jamie for now and, uh, of course, to Bye. Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, and after a 10-second break, we'll be back with our guests. There's just uh, too much going on. The studio is uh, can't contain this whole show. So we'll, in a moment, we'll welcome Sarah Butler and Caitlin Keats from the new film, Treachery. Yay! Stay with us. Ooh, spy music. I, yeah, it is spy music. Mm-hmm. You feel sneaky just listening to it. I feel sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> There's a in the door and it's glass on the and we are back, and just in time for the guest segment. Yay! We're either bunnies, we're either being bunnies, or, or, or creeping. I can't I quite tell. Is there choreography you're doing? Yeah, to the of? music, yeah. Uh, I'm serious, music. we're bunnies. Bunnies! Now we are bringing you two times the guests, two weeks in a row. Last week, if you remember, we had WWE legend Mick Foley on the show with the producer of his new film, Jennifer Blancbean, who I introduced as a mini-mogul. Now, this is true. Yeah, she's She busy. is a very prolific movie maker with her husband, Michael Bean. And their latest film from Blancbean Productions is Treachery. It's available all across the, the, the country on video and on the video on-demand world, whatever you want to call that. That would include... You name it, it includes everything. Amazon Prime, iTunes, Vudu, etc. And this is released next Monday, September 1st. So we have with oh, us cool. the stars of Treachery here That's in the cool. studio, Caitlin Keats, who's been seen previously in the likes of Kill Bill Volume 2, and Sarah Butler, who was the lead in the 2010 remake of I Spit on Your Grave. Among other things, please welcome Caitlin and Sarah. Yay! Yay! So which one of you plays Treachery? But Jamie's just kicking in that that's uh, Sarah Butler from the... Yeah, I saw that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I did it. Yeah, good girl. So I think everyone wants to ask you this question when they talk about I Spit on Your Grave. What was Tracy Walter like? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love Tracy Walter. He was Walter. so much fun. Yeah, I think he made fun of me for wearing Abercrombie sweatpants one of the first days. And he's like, did you go to Abercrombie University? And I was like, did you go to Berkeley? And he's like, oh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Tracy Walter, one of the great character actors of all time, he was Cookie in City Slickers. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. Among it being a midnight run and a ton of other movies, and, and he's a hoot. God, where did I first see him? God, years ago on a Wild Wild West sitcom. Wasn't there a wet sitcom called Wild Best Wild West? Best of the West? Best of the West. Was, yeah, that was he on Best of the I West? I think it was, yes. And you always think he's the he's one of the Larrys, but he's not Larry or Daryl. No. You always think he's that guy, but he's not. <laughs> no, he looks like one of them. He looks like Larry. Yeah, yeah. Is Darryl he the other Darryl. brother, Daryl? He was not either of the Daryls <laughs> or Larry. <laughs> That's too bad. Yes. I wish I were one of them. So uh, nice to have you here, and then Caitlin, of course. Uh, one of the, was was Kill Bill Volume Two like one of the first things you did? It was one of the, it was the first big thing I did. But when I did it, it wasn't Volume Two. It was just Kill Bill. Oh yes. Speaking of which, are they merging those two films into one big movie that's going to get some kind of release? A whole bloody affair. I hope so. I hope so too. I think it played down at the New Beverly. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It did. Um, I know that when we did it, we did a lot of animation stuff, and there was a whole segment of anime, Japanese anime, that cool. Quentin wanted to do. For Volume 2? For, well, for or Kill Bill. What did oh, she yeah. just tell you, Paul? 
It's one it's movie. One movie. It, is, it is one I'm movie. It's actually the whole in thing. volume one as well. Oh. Well, what's up with IMDb? They closed They closed volume one before I put my name in. I'm dead in one. Uh, though, so. oh. Yeah, it's true. We kind of strewn about the, uh, the, church. the church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, Caitlin's the in the scene, one of the bride's uh, parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friends who get whacked, spoiler Killed. alert, yeah. by Bill and the gang of uh, freaks. What are those guys called? The, the, they got a name, right? The Force Five or something? What are they called? Fox <laughs> No, that's Pulp no, Fiction. That Pulp I'm blending my movies together. But the the, the, the the killers in the movie, they got some kind of name. Anyway, never mind. The point is... <laughs> Yay, they're here. they're here. Yay! So what is treachery all about? It's about treacherous behavior, I guess. And it looks like Michael Bean is like a big, nasty guy in it, right? Um, mm. Big? I, yeah, nasty, yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean... Michael's known for those types of roles, isn't he? Yeah, the press release said something different. Michael Bean in a new kind of role. And I remember Johnny Ringo. I remember The Abyss. The guy can be a right prick on these in these movies, and he's so great at it. Yeah, he has sort of a Jack Nicholson type of flair going on where you, like, love him so much even though he's a total asshole. <laughs> I don't know, right? Is that how you right? feel about he's, Jack? He's, like, lovable. Yeah, he is. He Very. Is, yeah, and he was crazy on set, too. Because he would like storm around and be like, "Does anything happen in this scene?" <laughs> and, and we all were like, "I love you so much." No one was ever intimidated by it. I don't know why. Was he being serious or was he trying to? Sometimes. Because I worked Who with knows? Tom Berenger, and Tom would just piss and moan about everything, but he thought he was being funny. <laughs> yeah, that's probably him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, treachery. I mean. It's funny because you said who plays treachery, and I thought that was a poignant question because that's always the question that gets asked. Are you like Ooh. the bad person? Are you the reason why it's called that? And I think we all, every almost every single character in the movie, that question could be asked of them. Maybe not you. Not me. You're just a total sweetheart. I'm the only one. I'm totally yeah. blind until the end, and then I'm like, so really? True. This is happening? So what is the Lloyd Dobler movie review on that one? What would you? <laughs> what, what's the basic premise of this film? <laughs> Bunch of people in a cabin. Who are family, right? I don't want to give away too much. There you go. There's the Lloyd Dobler review. Very very well done, Caitlin. (laughs) It's it's catching on. In a cabin. They're related. So they're in a cabin? In a house. In a house? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, cabin house. Is it a a woodland setting? It should be woody. Should be? It's a windy windy road. We never know. We know it rains a lot. Okay. Um, A storm basically traps everybody in there, and then family secrets are revealed, and they're all pretty fugly. Mm, yeah. you know. The secrets or the people or the family? The family. The, the babies two are in the, it's a, not the people. Not the right? people. Well, please, <laughs> Hollywood right. does amazing things with special effects. Where is the location of this cabin? Because it sounds like it could be in western New York where I'm from if it's rainy and people are miserable. And you did so, mention Fugly. And you're talking Fugly. I feel fugly. like it's upstate New York. <laughs> See? That's what I'm saying. Maybe Montauk. I don't know. It's very chic. Very chic. I'm just saying, it sounds like it's between Buffalo and Jamestown. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking not Montauk. I'm thinking more Kingston. I'm thinking... Wait a minute. (laughs) Thinking funky. Did you just say Kingston? I did. My family is from Kingston. Perfect. See, my mother, right. my father, both my grandparents, all born and raised in Kingston, New York. Oh my God! They all so, lived in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. So really treachery is Uh-oh. a documentary about your family. Apparently, hope <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't give anything away there. That's a shame. No, that's the Lloyd Dobler review. I'm actually a little blown away that you actually know Kingston, New York. Wow, that's very exciting. Wow. Okay. I lived in Woodstock, New York. Okay, yeah, oh, that's right. up the road. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm from the other side of the Catskills. Look at us. And then Oneonta, New York. We went to Fredonia State University, which is. Uh, one of the SUNY schools. Mm. Where are you from, Sarah? Huh? 
West Coast. Whatever. Uh, Here we are. <laughs> Represent right here. <laughs> Were you married? So, Caitlin, you were married to Michael in the movie, right? I was. Yeah. 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 And he is uh, treacherous. He's treacherous. To you? It was. It's. A, it was a treacherous relationship. That. Um, that ends. But you're a sweetheart. What, what, what the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> oh god, we got to find out all these things. That's because yeah. we have to see the movie. What's September first, right? Yes, that is next Monday. So mm-hmm. this comes out uh, the day after we tape it. So Thursday, as of Thursday, you've got three or four days to get ready, prepare, and get it on VOD. So I do have a, a question. Which is what, Sarah? Well, video on demand. Woo! Bing. Yay. There you go. I'm so nervous. <laughs> she knows what Chud is now too. So, so I'm assuming set. again. We have a no spoiler alert policy here. We know spoilers, but I'm assuming there is death in this. So, is there a lot of like blood? And I'm just curious, what it's there like? There are blood and gunshots in the trailer. What's it like to to be have, bloody? Have a squib on you, or get stabbed, or or work under those conditions? Have you done that, Caitlin? I have. Okay, well, go ahead. I didn't know if either <laughs> of you. She's very bloody in the Kill Bill. Movie, I'm yeah. bloody in Kill Bill. I was bloody for days and days in oh. Kill Bill. Um, Continuity must be a bitch. It's ah. Yeah, kind of. You have to be the same kind of bloody, no, right? It's bloody. You're bloody's bloody. Bloody. Oh, okay. bloody's bloody. <laughs> yeah. Bloody's bloody. The worst part of bloody for me is usually the base is caro syrup, mm-hmm. and there were flies, and it was dusty, yeah. and it was Lancaster, and it was. Yeah, I was gonna ask where that yeah. was. Where was that church in Lancaster? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh and it's very. There's a lot of flies in Lancaster. It was intense, and there was a fire going on, and the fire came towards us, and <gasps> then, and then we're all, and then I, and it was the first time I played dead, and I thought, when I play dead, I'm gonna play dead really well. Yeah. I'm gonna just do it. Like I can be dead. That's hold perfect. my breath. <laughs> I'm gonna do it yeah. all. Yeah. I'm gonna have my eyes open even. <laughs> <laughs> And then as soon as they yell action, like a fly comes on you, or like you (laughs) have to sneeze, or you gotta get that weird itch like on your eye, or and then and then action is going on forever, and you're like, (laughs) how dead can I be? Do dead people move at all? I really have to breathe. Yeah. (laughs) Do you hold your breath during the whole dead part? No, you kind of be able to do do that. You do like a shallow. I don't. It just depends. Actually, Mm -hmm. I was gonna say I've been dead on two CSI episodes, and it there's an art to it. It's like they they have a guy who comes over and he's like your dead coach. Oh my god, cool. (laughs) Yeah, he comes over. He's like, okay, take shallow, quick breaths because it's the it's the deep ones that when they when you're on the operating or the autopsy table, they can see your stomach moving. So really shallow ones, but that can like induce anxiety. Of course, I would totally get yeah lightheaded and anxious. Were you hired just to be dead, or did you get killed? Um, I had some flashbacks, but most of my relatives that were watching the episodes were like, oh, that's it, she's dead, okay, tuned out. Uh. (laughs) And I was like, what, you gotta be kidding me. I was gonna say, like, if, if, like, they applied this rule that they did to Caitlin earlier where they were like, well, she's just dead, she doesn't get a credit. I wouldn't have any credits on CSI at all, because I was always dead. (laughs) Is that true? (laughs) Essentially, the most important person on the show. Right, dead body, no show. There's nothing to do if she's not dead. And if you died on two of them, did anybody care? Did did, did some nerd ever go, wait a second, how could you be in Las Vegas and Miami? I was worried about that. It was actually New York (laughs) and Miami. Miami. There, you know, um, I don't know if it like it's some East Coast thing. You can tell me about that. But yeah, we died twice on the East Coast. Yeah, so (laughs) I don't know about the East Coast. You guys are experts. We have our own things. But um, (laughs) they were four months apart. These two episodes, and I did. I was worried. I was like, listen, are people going to write on the internet? Because a lot of people wrote on the internet about these other things I did and it really hurt my feelings. I just want... <laughs> I want to talk right. about that. Do you really pay attention to what's being... Either of you pay attention to a lot of what's said about you on online? I did. Do you I seek it out? Do you... 
I stopped doing it about two days into shooting and I spit it on your grave. I stopped doing it because everyone was so judgmental about that film. Mm-hmm. And I only had like two small projects out at that time. And granted, they weren't my best work, yeah. but you know, I had potential. And uh, you got to start somewhere. You know how many right? projects they had? Yeah, right. See, Zero. that's my point. <laughs> how about you, Caitlin? You get a lot of love on the internet? I, 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 I'm sh- I don't really look. No, not curious. Because I look every day. I'm curious, <laughs> but I don't says look. Anything. You're not even doing anything. I have zero credits on IMDb, and somehow I trend up and down, which is hilarious. I actually have two credits That's on IMDb. That's because other people move around is that you. What it is? Yeah. Somebody's uh, coming over top of me. Right. Somebody's falling underneath me. I've stayed where I am. Someone dies, they have no more work. You go up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I do every once in a while I look at my IMDB credit. I think I have two. And yeah, I noticed that I'm I'm up thirty seven points today. I'm like, Wow, great. I feel really good. Is about one the thing. short I directed? One is the short you directed. <laughs> That's and, not going up anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other one was uh my when I drove Tom Berenger and Sybil Shepherd around. They gave me a credit you for got driver a credit. driver cast. Fantastic. Yeah, nice. Cast driver, yes. That's weird. There's a lot of blood in that, but I don't want to talk yeah, about it. There's right. a lot of right. <laughs> I was Who's, often covered in blood. Who was your director for treachery? Uh, uh, Travis Romero. Oh, cool. And where does he come from? Because last, uh, when we were talking about Elevator Man last week with Jennifer, the director of that is this big special effects guy that's been looking for his first feature. Yeah. So tell us about uh, Travis. Is Travis. a writer. Um, and that was his first directing. His first, job? it was his first directing job. Yeah. Cool. But he, he also wrote the script. Yeah, and he wrote. He was a part of White Collar helping create White Collar and then Michael met him originally they had done uh, a TV show in Hawaii together I think called Hawaii I think yeah. safe safe name for your so show do it. I think if you're do it. he's a writer you say okay <laughs> sometimes you don't have to came be, up with that Hawaii all by yourself you don't have to do anything that you don't reinvent the wheel <laughs> just call it Hawaii and you got the and Sarah Butler yeah, with, credit with, with with it was with Chris Meyer and Sarah and Butler I don't know what that means I I, I, I think that's really good. Special. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, why I mean, no not? offense, Caitlin, but I think the and is you know. Just Thank decide you. it's <laughs> great. And and Samuel L. Jackson and, and John C. Reilly. It's always reserved for somebody cool like that. Right? Well, because I assume sure. you both have already been introduced. Yes. The introducing Definitely. Sarah Butler. Introducing, yes. yeah. No. I have yet to be introduced. You're like, you haven't had your coming out yet? No, I have not. Mm. I don't think everyone has an introducing, no. though. I don't know. I think you have to be like 14 or something. You have oh. to be like a kid. And like, introduce. Right? Oh. I don't you know. You could wear your, your 14-year-old hair, and you could be introduced. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have that on now. Thank you very much. <laughs> This is, this is pretty much as much as I've ever had. Aww. Let's play a little clip right. uh, from oh, the trailer here for Treachery. I never told anyone this. Oh, you made it. I kept it a surprise. This is a surprise. Good one, I hope. Look, I know you know about all the girls. Yeah, all of them. He's a different man now. We've been together for two years. With my father, there was no negotiation. What did you just say? Now see, I already can tell you. What? Something's going on. Yeah, it can't be happy the whole movie. Yeah. Well, they Say have an acoustic again. guitar going already. Say it again! Oh, Uh-oh. see, now Michael Bean's yelling. Oh, faster guitar. He had my Uh-oh. entire life mapped out for me. What I wanted didn't factor into the equation. Something happened. It's not something I can just forget about. Oh, my God. Okay, You're so, pregnant. Oh! Okay, so a lot is going down. Shut Ooh. up! There's a lot going that down. That was me and Caitlin right there. And that, that sounded scene. good. Yeah! <laughs> So Michael Bean's fooling around. Michael Bean's pregnant. Or has a history Michael of it. Michael Bean has a history. That now Wait. we are past. How in do the you film. know it was him? Right? Okay. says to me, right? you're pregnant. She got her pregnant. 
This I have to watch. <laughs> it's a good movie. See? I am now watching See? this movie. It's no about idea. to go down. <laughs> Can I ask this question? No. Because it seems like you don't want to give too much away. Fair enough. What's your relationship in the movie? The two your, your, two, your two characters. I am dating Michael's character, Henry's son. Oh. And Caitlin and is dating Henry's. Henry. Dating? Girlfriend. 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 Okay, yeah. so yeah. my belief Girlfriend. is the two guys aren't going to get along. But Here's they're father I'm... and son. That, no... They definitely are not going to yeah. get along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there was no negotiating with it's them, West, it's, exactly. it's New York, upstate New York, and it's a father and son. They don't talk to each other. <laughs> I love how we've put it in upstate New York. We don't even really know if it is, if it is there or not. I'm sh- Well, it sounds appropriate. It's good. People are getting pregnant. It's upstate New York. I think we did dress the set with some like dried starfish or something, so it's totally appropriate. All right. See? Let's talk to you a little more about this uh, I Spit on Your Grave, because that is a movie like Cannibal Holocaust, which I don't know if you ever saw. But no. there's kind of you before you see I Spit on Your Grave, and there's you after, and that's a different person. <laughs> I take that as a huge compliment, yeah. right? All right. Now, if, for those of you who don't know, it's about a woman who gets uh, horribly raped and then gets revenge. So, like, the second half of the movie is awesome. The first half is like, holy shit, I don't know if I can keep sitting here. Oh, wow. But you got to stay because, man, she picks up revenge. where the accused left off. Left off. Yeah. What was that Jodie Foster movie? That was all in the... They, they, they did their the, business uh, in the courts. Machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no pinball machine. Hey, there's no court here. What? That's right. Oh. No. Yeah. She just gets a pair of pliers or whatever and Go. And you know, the, goes to town. The other day hooks. on uh, Facebook, did you guys see this? You might have seen this. There's a girl. She. This, I just equate it to this, and it's totally different. But she was <laughs> on her phone, and some jackass in the subway came by and saw that she was on her phone and just grabbed her phone and started to run she took her bag she smacked him he turned around and came at her to like scare her and she punched him enough to send him off of his balance he wasn't sure what happened nailed him in the nuts kicked him he falls down and he's kind of out of it she takes her phone and walks away my next no. movie she, it's, she's tiny like you and yeah. I was like spit on his grave fuck yeah, yeah. So that's sort of like yeah. what the movie's about. Hopefully, sort of, hopefully, a little bit. I can, hopefully, I can inspire more girls to beat the shit out of guys. Right? Oh my god! If nothing else. Go check it out. You'd love it. Cause she's so calm about it. She just picks up her phone and is like, "All right." She's a little Japanese girl. He didn't know what he was. Missing. Maybe. I think I've seen this. She one, kicked yeah. ass, and people yeah. just let her do it. They just sat ready to help, but they're like, "All right." Well, I have a new idea for another movie. So, oh, okay. thank you, Karen. Good, yeah, I read that stuff. that you were eventually won over to do the part, which w- was you know is a heavy part. Because there's, in the end, some kind of empowerment and all that, right? Totally. I, well, it amounted to my manager at the time saying, you got to do this. You're going to be, you're going to kick so much ass. <laughs> and I was like, okay, because normally you don't want me to do anything with nudity or violence or any of this thing. And him saying that actually opened up my mind and I reread the script and hated it just as much as the first time and then asked a few of my friends and they were like I would die for a role like this and that's when I started really realizing how lucky I was it was just the arc to be able to do that and play that role um I don't know if I'll ever be able to replicate that in my career it was huge it was and I didn't realize how lucky it was it was very fun to do would you call yourself a scream queen Sure, definitely. Yeah. Sure, cool. why not? Yeah. I'll, I'll own it. I mean, Please. I've had such amazing fans from being part of this film. I get to travel around the world and sign autographs for people and, and meet people all over the world who are so loyal to me. And I don't think that that would happen in another genre. So I love being called a scream queen. I think it's a, a real honor. You go That's to cool. like Comic-Con and that kind of thing? Ever, uh, not Comic-Con. I go to the smaller conventions. I was in one in Germany in November, and then I did one in New Jersey 
in April. Um, yeah, I can't, I'm so bad at remembering the names of all of them, but they all end in con. Yes. <laughs> Germany con. Yeah, yes, right. Wunderkam. Wunderkam. It's a very fun thing to be able to do. Catacomb. So as a scream queen, do you like hang out with other scream queens? I know one other kind of personally, Brooke Lewis. Uh, shoot, do I know Brooke? Short little girl, big hair. Actually, yeah, yeah I do. Big Dark hair, hair, big yeah. hair. Yes, I know her. Yeah. In fact, I know her from a charity event that I did oh, called, yeah? um, it was Bowling for Boobies. It was to raise money <laughs> That's for... That's Brooke. That's Brooke, yes. Yep. <laughs> 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 That's why they found her. We're talking about no. the same one. Yeah. Yeah, but they put together, t- actually, there was a writer from Dread Central, Sean Decker, who put together a team of what he called horror starlets. And it was me, Brooke, um, there was a girl, Gabby West, who won the <coughs> second uh, season of Scream Queens, um, Ashlyn Yenny from The Human Centipede, <coughs> oh, wow. um, Christina Klebe. Uh, there was a f- there was so many. I did it for like three years, and then the, I think the whole charity stopped. Mm happening in LA but we were always we wait a minute always, we ran out of boobies in LA I don't <laughs> think so I don't know what happened it's sad because it was a really great event yeah. what and was the the beneficiary um basically they would find I don't know exactly who, how they mm-hmm. would do it but they would actually physically give the money that was raised to the women in order to pay their medical bills oh that's great wow which is like we'd receive these letters back and in gratitude and it was incredible mm-hmm. realizing how much stress we took off of these women's oh. shoulders just by giving them money like you know you get all the support like emotional support but the truth is when you're affected by cancer your medical bills are insane yeah so it was a beautiful charity i think it's still maybe going on across the country so you know if you're interested in that october is breast cancer awareness month and you could probably find somewhere to donate i'm i'm guessing so it's it's a great cause do you have to pour any water over your head (laughs) <laughs> no. All right, no, you don't. Which I said last week should be done <coughs> by more people with boobies. Right. That this whole I'm surprised the wet T-shirt ALS challenge hasn't happened yet. I'm I know. Try, I challenge you, America. It's been the, happening. Has it the wet T-shirt ALS challenge? It, I saw Byling do it today. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a. It was wet. a wet. It was a Check wet tank top. By, yeah. Uh, write that down, Jamie. Write that down. Get, that okay. Get my checkbook out work. here. <laughs> I saw Tara Reid did it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Big shocker. <laughs> she is now a friend of mine on Facebook. Right. I will have I you know. She, okay. she may back. not have been aware that there was a, a charity thing going on. Huh? <laughs> she was just putting water on her head. <laughs> 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 what? It's Sunday. Funny. What? Here we go. <laughs> Sunday fun day. So uh, what's cool about uh, Blanc Bean Productions is it seems like they use a lot of the same people. So, how many of their productions have you been in one before? If you were, were you in the victim, Treachery was um, my first one. I was in okay. the victim. I gave Jennifer a photograph of mine, and she credited me in the victim. Oh, I see. Sweet. There you go. <laughs> Good That's girl. how you That's do it, IMDb. You do it, right? Yeah. They but are we are going to. Do we are about to do. Not about to. In the next six months, we are going to do an adaptation of Macbeth. Ooh. Oh wow! There you go. That's cool. Yeah. Jen has already been bringing up some stuff to me about future scripts, and they they are incredibly loyal, and they pump movies out, mm-hmm. and they always have their friends in mind, and that's super valuable to oh, be yeah, part of that. Right. I love them. I love hanging out. I know Caitlin's been friends with them for ages, and yeah. I can't count them for as long, but I still um, count them among my closest, which is so, so great. It's so nice to be able to work with people who you think are your friends. Who you like, yeah. yeah. Someday, someday the three of us will have that. But, we'll uh, work together. Yeah, yeah you get that, don't we'll you? We'll like each other eventually. <laughs> someday. Not yet. Not yet. Fun set, though, like, even if it's like a dark subject matter, like it seems treachery is with horrible family secrets, right. everyone's just having a good time. Everyone's having fun. I mean, it gets, it's a set. 
So, yeah. you know, it can yeah. it can it can get intense, but that's always fun too. <laughs> we're actors, so we're super dramatic, you know what I mean? Everyone's when you're on got set, something. you've got an yeah. issue, you got to work it out and the part of the reason that they can make so many movies is because we make them very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's like intense. You got to be there and ready to work, and you're on the fly sometimes. And there was quite a few scenes in Treachery that were completely improvised. Oh yeah. So that doesn't lend itself to like a low stress environment, but it sure is fun. And I think when you're forced into an environment like that, you can su- really surprise yourself with your potential. I'm the president, right? You can't just say that in the middle of a scene, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and yes, you <laughs> no. can. You might <laughs> different be crazy. kind of improv. Right. I had yeah. to keep reminding Michael because he'd be like, "You're pregnant." I'm like, "We haven't gotten to that pl- plot point yet." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And um, I read something interesting about you on uh, IMDb as well. Does uh, how many folks know that your "I Spit on a Grave" scream queen character used to be Belle? <laughs> Some people think it's Snow White because that was. Uh, I'm not following. Belle at Disneyland from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, you yeah. used to be. Oh, okay. Thank yes. you, Lee, because I thought she based her character on Belle. From I thought they Beauty cast the Kristen Bell. I'm like, where are you going with this, Paul? <laughs> ah, yeah, but that's. We should count that as a spoiler too, because I was very protective of that image as an employee at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You don't want to spoil the magic for anyone. She's uh, a friend we of were Belle. The right, friend of exactly. Belle. That's what we would say. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, if you could play any Walt Disney character, what would you play? Oh, God. <laughs> She'd play God, and that is a Walt Disney I character would, yeah. who likes to sing and wears a bear costume. It's all made up. Mm-hmm. I would be... I don't know. Geppetto? <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. You know what? Because then she could have a little man hanging around with her who has a really big... Nose. Nose. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> and it grows, it gets shorter, whatever. Totally Speaking of favorites, want. I should ask you uh, what we ask everybody who comes on the show. What is your favorite movie of all time? Um, Caitlin? Um, I have a lot. I, I, I mean, genre? So favorite, here's what we do. Favorite? First, we need to let you know that there are wrong answers, so think <laughs> no carefully. No pressure. No pressure. And then you can answer it in one of two ways. One, some people have their absolute favorite, and that's number one. Or just the movie you can watch over and over again because you just really enjoy it. It's not necessarily your favorite, but it's your go-to film. Empire Strikes Back. There you go. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. I don't think we've so had that, that before. So that qualifies no. as a correct answer. <laughs> What's okay. Empire Magazine. Roll. Empire Magazine, by the way, the true only movie magazine still mm-hmm. going, but it's in British. Brin- so it's sometimes Britain. tough to get. They call that the, the best movie ever made. It was a great film. Yeah. Oh. I'd have to watch that again because I'm not quite as sold on Empire as as Star, Star, Star Wars? Wars. Yeah, only because you saw it first. Empire's a better movie. There you go. It ends on such a down note. It's, but that's okay. But Movies can middle. be sad. That's all right. Hans get froze. Hans. I thought he died. I, I was did too. <gasps> did you cry? Yeah, I was uh, <gasps> young. You were young and, uh, and you cried. That's cute. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, he killed him. My dad's like, no, 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 no. He stand. They froze him because they can bring him back safely and not have to. Like, just like Walt Disney. Or the fight the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you saw E.T. in the river. Oh, gosh. Oh, that, was that was just on the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was an amazing film. And uh, Sarah, your favorite all time? Oh, my Number God. One. I'm so nervous now because yes. she did so well. She did. She, she did. did. She, okay. And remember the answer right. There's lots yeah. of pressure. Right. As, as uh, gosh. Okay, so I always have said Forrest Gump is my favorite movie, and I'm just going to stick with it. You're allowed. That's a great movie. It's one of the most quotable movies um, for me, so I always have fun with that. And the other quotable movie is Zoolander, and I just 
like people can't take me seriously <laughs> if I say that. So I, no, I no, you were right with Forrest Gump. You're good. You did good. Yeah. Jamie agrees Thank you so much. Zoolander. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Zoolander. I, I have not seen Zoolander. Has that put me in movie jail? No, because I haven't Ooh. seen either. Either. No. I haven't either. Really? I haven't either. No. Uh-oh. Ouch. <laughs> I'm not a big Ben Stiller fan. I don't. Oh, I like. I him. am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Uh, well, we'll get to that later. But <laughs> Forrest Gump is uh, Forrest Gump is coming back for the first time ever on IMAX screens for its 20th anniversary. This that year. would be fun mm-hmm. to see. Save that to look forward right. to. Yeah. That's why I said it. I will <laughs> ask you this because this has always made me crazy. Is that Paul and probably even more so. That Jenny character. Mm. You and I are on the same page. I fucking hate that girl. I hate her. I understand that she was abused by her father, and I understand there's never enough rocks. But come on. At some point, she must have known, I kind of need to do something. This guy completely, who's sort of slow, is so in love with me that he can't live his own life. I got to do something. But no, she keeps leading him on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Doesn't let then, him go. Then comes back and gives him AIDS. And then gives him the, the AIDS. Gives him the bug. The and big hiv. Then gets, yeah. Drops that on him and takes a Boom, hike. And then <laughs> goes sings with a guitar kid, naked. Gotta go. Gotta yeah. go. Man. What do you yeah. think? Do you like Jenny? No. But it's important that there is a Jenny. There has to be yeah. a reason for us all to, you know, and ironically really side with or, or surprisingly that movie actually did something that you wouldn't think for me that type of movie would do is that I watched that movie and then I watched the making of it and they, they showed all the Lieutenant Dan Leg stuff. That's amazing. And I said, I'm never gonna believe anything I see in a movie ever again because oh, I, I was half convinced that he had no legs. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, uh, what's that guy's name? Gary Sinise. Gary, was Gary Sinise, Sinise really? Doesn't have any legs? I didn't know. What a great actor. What a great actor. He gets around. <laughs> He's been really walking well. around pegs all this time. Oh, He's good amazing. Job. Nope. That Sorry, whole scene on the boat is amazing. Ugh, oh. Speaking of old movies, I want to yes. introduce a new segment to the show that we're going to do uh, once a month. Now, Frank H. Woodward was here uh, talking about why he has an H in his name, if you remember. It was because it was a famous caterer profiled in the pages of Premier Magazine. <laughs> right here. Caterer's name was Frank Woodward. So that's why Frank added the H. Looked, uh, I looked that up, and in looking it up, fell back in love with my Premier Magazines. I have every Premier Magazine that ever came out because I'm a movie guy. And every time we move, we move all of the boxes, shit ton of, boxes. of every Premier yeah, that's ever come out. So instead of them just sitting there in the box doing nothing, I decided to bring them out here and Yay. do this segment. A little something. We like to call the movie guys time capsule. Time. <laughs> That's our theme. I swear to God, now he this just month. sits somewhere alone and does these themes. <laughs> I don't even hear about him until the show. I don't That's know. our theme. We'll focus on the first ever issue of uh, of uh, premiere. It was a July August issue, so it's only right that here in uh, oh. August we take. How many a look years at ago it. then would that be? Do this is nineteen eighty seven. My favorite year for movies. And I know the 70s was like a great heyday for None of us movies. were born by then, No, right? this is exciting. 87? Your mother had to read it to you because you couldn't our read time. yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Dragnet is the cover with uh, Dan Aykroyd and Tom oh, Hanks. Oh, he was still good. Just bring up a couple of things uh, in here that uh, you guys feel free to comment on. Well, first of all, I'm looking and there's the most uh, pathetic camera commercial, like ad. Oh. Kodak, 35 yeah. millimeters. It's a little with, like with the button on the top and yeah. you have to forward the remember film. cameras remember her cameras no <laughs> kids don't remember here's an article whatever happened to john travolta <gasps> no please that tell me that's true before, it's totally is that true. before that's baby talk they're citing his 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 disappearance <laughs> <laughs> oh look who's talking they're looking at his uh, disappearance after the movie perfect if you remember wow that movie. Oh, yes. with jamie lee jamie curtis this is before pulp fiction he, he should disappear oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. this is like seven years before pulp this is fiction. amazing Oh uh, no! This is like that. what am I saying? It's like 
17 years before. No, seven years before Pulp Fiction. Well, I predict hard. he's going to have quite a comeback. He might. We'll see. Yeah, yeah they list mm-hmm. all the things here that he was going to make uh, and that never happened, like uh, a remake of Zorba the Greek. Oh, my gosh. A biopic of James Cagney. Hmm. Maybe that's okay that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, suffice to say, Premier Magazine, he came back. And then there is... Uh, oh, 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 no, no, no. A no, giant no, no, no. ad for swatches. <laughs> is that Corey Haim? Exactly. No, that's a girl. That's a lady. <laughs> that would be a lady of the 80s. Uh, it looks like a lesbian today. Okay, that's um from upside down. From upside down, it looks like it looks like the one that's all religiousy now. Kurt Cameron. That looks like Kurt Cameron upside yeah, right. down. I'm actually not sure that's a woman. Thank you, thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell. And I'm not sure it's it not be a Corey. A member Hain. of Wham. Um, it's Andrew Ridgely, everyone. That's <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> the 80s. Oh my God. Swatches. Did you guys ever have a swatch? Yeah. I had, you did. I had a white yeah. one. Not a knockoff, yes. but I wanted one so bad. You had a knockoff? Swatch? Yeah, I got it from Big N. Anybody have a shop at Big N? Swatch. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah what just, was it? A switch? It was a switch. <laughs> it was something like that. It was big and bulky and cute, but probably half price. Did you just leaf over Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah, well. That's an ad for La Bamba, <laughs> opening July 11th. Ooh, I hope that's good. I hope he does his own singing. Ooh. Uh, but here they have, here they have something called uh, cameos. Right? Cameos is little profiles of people who are on the rise. Oh, on the rise. Like okay. Phil Juno. Or Jonu. Juanu. Yeah. Or Juanu. He directed, he directed Three O'Clock High, and then I think he made Rattle and Hum. Then he never saw the dude again. Three O'Clock no, High, No, he did though. a ton of videos in the oh. 90s. But he did those first, right? I think, or no? was he the... Is that what got him the film? I think he was an Aerosmith video director. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I think he did Crazy. Oh, uh, that's a good video. The two films that I just mentioned, I liked, so I, I don't know, why didn't we see more of Three films? O'Clock High is brilliant. Did you girls see Three O'Clock High? No. Oh, my gosh. Is it yes. about marijuana? It is not. <laughs> it is not, sadly. Uh, no, it's, who's the lead in that? I can never remember that. He looks like Casey Alfred Shemaska. E, looks like Alfred E. Newman, Casey Shemaska. And, uh, that's he, not good. No, but he's a good-looking Alfred E. Newman. All right. Uh, the basic premise is that he gets he's going to get beat up by Buddy Ravel at 3 o'clock, and it's his whole day trying to get oh, out of this fight scary. with Buddy Ravel. It is the... It's that the, would be good. All it's right. a really fun movie. Yeah. Here's, an, here's an actress on the rise, Meredith Salinger. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Big things. Remember her? Was no. she in uh, Pump Up the Volume? Is that sure. her? Or no, Journey to Nat again. Oh. Samantha, uh, yeah, Samantha, what's her nuts? That's the one from Public Divine. And Dream a Thank Little you. Dream. <gasps> oh, with Corey Ham. She's throwing it That's down. what I was thinking Boom. about when I saw that lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one with all the watches. <laughs> that's, the, that's what I was thinking about. Uh, <laughs> I like Nettie Gans. It's a shame we didn't see more of her, but chances are you check her IMDb. She's got like a hundred. Nettie Gans sounds like fly. a stripper from the twenties. <laughs> she does. Natty Gams. There's a little ankle, little it's ankle a little for gams, you, buddy. That's why. Here's a movie called The Beat. Uh, Use the magic around you. No, don't. It's coming from Vestron Pictures. There's tons of ads in here for picture com- uh, for motion picture companies that are just gone. Orion and Vestron. Vestron. Gone. Oh Vestron made Dirty Dancing. Oh my oh. gosh! But uh, didn't didn't stick around for some reason. Back then, so. they still had cigarette ads in the wow. magazines. Yeah, Smoking here, was cool back. Here's then. the last thing wow. I'll mention: their update on the state of video. <laughs> yes, tell us about video. After overwhelming the music world with the compact disc, oh. <gasps> oh, yes. digital technology now promises to revolutionize video. Oh no! What are they going to say? Do? The experts: the potential of digital is limited only by the imagination. <gasps> How true One they day are. we may have movies coming out on VOD. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> that is. Like what? treachery. Whatever. That would be awesome. Like treachery, available on iTunes, Amazon Prime, and Vudu, and et cetera, et cetera. So that's our little, well, let's uh, close up the uh, oh, time capsule there for one second. There we go. 
Oh, okay. Oh, no time. time at the end. I like time. Yeah, I thought there was time. some time at the end. Subtle time. time. Oh wait, here it goes. Time. <laughs> <laughs> and let's instead play. <laughs> what did you see this week? And you should say K at that point. You should go. K. Yeah. What did you see, see this, this week? Way. So that is the question to the table. What did you guys see this week? You make it out to the movies at all? I did. Yeah. Now wait, just so you know, the rules here oh, are okay. anything you saw. You didn't have to go to the movies. Could have been TBS. Yeah, plane. Could have been on a plane. Anything you yeah. saw. I saw a movie called The Strange Color of Your Body's Tears. What? I just love the title of it. That is cool. Where would one find up. that? That sounds like a novel. <laughs> yeah, where did you find yeah, that? Yeah, where did you come across <laughs> yeah, that movie? It came on Vimeo. I oh. watched it on Vimeo. It's a bizarre French horror film about a man. His walls bleed. Well, mm. who's He's dumb? lost his wife. Shh. Did you see it? No, but it sounds great. It's kind yeah, of it amazing. Sound- <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, Jamie hooked. It's amazing. I think it's. I think it's actually out this week in Hollywood. But it's kind of an incredible film. Do you and have to bizarre. read it? Like, are there you subtitles? Do. You mm-hmm. got to read it. Reading but you can read it sleepy. and see the bleeding. But there's a. Yeah. There's not a lot of talking because it's a lot. There's a lot of music. Oh, good. There's a lot of bleeding. Good. Then he crawls. It, it's, it's. Are there catacombs? It's <laughs> no catacombs. No. Did you watch this like on your laptop in your bed? Oh my god, so creepy! That would be really that creepy. Kind of sad, Caitlin. Why? It was amazing. Did you she need a was hug hiding from her from her family. Lights on. Lights my off. My dog was with me. Oh, okay. there you go. She had her dog. Lights on. She had a snuggle buddy. I want to make sure. Were you trying to freak yourself out, or did you leave the lights on? I left on the lights on. Actually, they were off, and then I put them on when the walls bled. Yeah, yeah. Just so you can check your own walls. Just to make sure. Damn straight, Sarah. What'd you say? Pass. I love that movie. Right. Love that movie. <laughs> Good movie. It's also a French film. Pass. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to embarrass you. It's passe. Yeah. It's at the end. But, yeah. uh, I have to admit, I've been growing tomato seedlings this week, and they require a lot of attention. <laughs> so it's a well. lot of outdoors time. <laughs> I do wear my bikini while I'm gardening. There though, you so go. There's an That's exciting good. thing. We can kind of joke about that for a second if you want. I'm just going to let it <laughs> sink <right>. in. <laughs> Excellent. By the Water way, growing culture. tomato seedlings also sounds like a, a French a film. French film. <laughs> it does. Um, on that note, I was going to say I'm going to go out of turn just because we saw a French film, uh, The Hundred Foot Journey, and it wasn't really a French well, it film, but France. it took place in France. <laughs> we didn't have to read it. What was it? For those of you, who it was know? good. Was it? Yes. Yeah. I knew it was going to be good. Yes, Helen Mirren, and she um, has this French restaurant, and it's got uh, two stars, and it's really fancy. And then an Indian family just so happens to move in across the street because they get moved out of where they lived, and through circumstance, they buy this place and compete with her. And she's such a great bad guy. Yeah, she's she's all persnickety. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. They got to learn learn to live together. The movie is, is... Charming, horribly like Come on, you, you just you can't. It. Yeah, it's a hard movie to dislike. Yeah, it's because they're just everyone's charming and it gets a little plotty at the end, and they do some stuff that like oh, just wrap it up and you might be much easier. Yeah, you didn't need but, to do that, but it's very likable. What's great is when they're in India and they have to leave to come to France, like. Suddenly, just people storm the gates with torches and bust everything yeah. down. It's like, oh my god, can you imagine just living yeah. in a place where <laughs> they were doing shit their on thing, America all you want, but you, we're not going to be doing this thing if people come over the gates with torches and well, suddenly just wreck not everything. again at any rate, just <laughs> yeah. that one time. Like they didn't even really explain what it was. It was, like, it was a uh, there was a 
election and the other oh, guy that's right. that's was right. the guy who was having the dinner was a winner and the other people who didn't like that came to kill him yeah oh, that's so that's crazy. how they do things over there so they ended up in france where it was much nicer yeah it was like a frankenstein movie they literally had freaking torches and they had like farm equipment it was crazy but you can't i mean I, it went yeah. when lossie hallstrom who's the director of a swedish guy i believe who made my life as a dog shock a lot uh, mm. What's eating Gilbert what's Grape? Eating, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Cider don't, House Rules. Don't go Wait. to this movie hungry. Don't yeah. go to this movie hungry because mm. they show a lot of sexy I food shots. I have never gotten oh. full on Indian food. Well, what? get full on something because yes. really? you're gonna really never. be hungry. Oh. How about French food? There's a lot of French food in this. I, I'm from Ohio. I'm not even sure what French food is. Thought <laughs> you were from New York. Happened <laughs> in Kingston. My family. Right? It's my family. family. <laughs> family can get full on Indian. I was food. born in the Heartland. Hmm. Hallstrom, anyway, Hallstrom's operating in that indie sort of uh, mode, so it's much more likable than when he like took these Hollywood projects like Dear John and Safe Haven. He's he's much better where he is now. So hopefully he'll keep doing more. And then we saw a Most Wanted Man, one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's last movies. Oh, that's oh. what that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. and. Um, it, I got down with the movie and I said, that was a long movie. And Paul said... It was shorter than The 100-Foot Journey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but it's it's about know. as exciting as a movie about people tracking down terrorist money can be. Oh. Tracking down terrorists sounds exciting. Yeah. Tracking down money was not You want to get so some much. terrorists, you get uh, Peter Devereaux, right? Yeah. You want terrorist money... You get... No, no, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman's pretty much Hoffman. doing his, uh, his best... Anthony Hopkins, I believe, through He's the whole thing. He's very Smokes believable. I felt like he was a guy who would do this thing, but um, I didn't want to watch somebody do this mm. thing. I don't care who it was. Yeah, I don't need to watch John somebody do It's a banking. John le Carré novel. It's plotting. It's a little slow. It's you gotta... a movie about banking. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like they would look and see where the transfer. And I saw from, nothing and... because the Simpsons marathon is still on, ah. which is, I have to say, the greatest 12 days of my life because I don't have to think about what to watch. I come home. Turn on the TV. It's The Simpsons, and it's going to be on the rest of the evening. I'm going to wake up in the morning, have breakfast. Turn on. It's going to be The Simpsons. It's for like three more weeks, right? Or something it's crazy. It's twelve straight days, of oh, twenty-four hours a day, every Simpson episode from beginning to end in order on mm-hmm. FX. On FSX, nothing wow. but yes. Yeah. I've never seen an episode of The Simpsons. Now is a wow. good time to oh, yeah. catch I up. I should have jumped on that marathon. Unfortunately, you're now too late yeah, because it's over. well, it's not over, but they're into like season twelve where things went. Downhill. Oh yeah, you don't want that yeah. to be your first experience. No, you don't. You want to. You and you don't it. want the first season to be your first experience. Really? I, Come in like two or three. Yeah, yeah, two or three is a great introduction. One, if you're a purist such as I, um, but yeah, you, ease on in. Their way. Yeah, ease yeah. on in at two or three, and then take it on out to eleven or twelve, and then uh, <laughs> then pull out, and, and then, then yeah, pull it. out. Yeah. Where, what season are they on now? Twenty six. Five hundred and fifty two oh, episodes. Five hundred fifty two episodes. Twenty six seasons. You know, I have a friend who works for them. And who's your friend? I'm, I shouldn't say because oh. I was about to say something bad about the Simpsons. <laughs> oh yeah, don't say that then. I used to know uh, Bill Odenkirk, uh, Bob Odenkirk's brother, and he writes for the Simpsons, and he used to write for Futurama, and he stole one of my ideas. Wh- how oh. dare Bill? He, Bill put my idea in the Simpsons. Bill the thief. Bill mm-hmm. the, he's a good guy. He's a good, but he did actually. I told a story at a party one night, and <laughs> oh, the old told the story at a party. Yeah, I told uh, a story at a party. Right like, you just shouldn't do that. <laughs> and as soon as I got done telling the story, which was a great story, he gets up and leaves immediately. Like does doesn't even say goodbye and just went right across the hall and <laughs> yeah, my yeah. girlfriend at the time she's like he's writing that down and i said no bill's not writing it down six months later we're watching the simpsons and holy shit and that's not my whole story he just took one very specific element and used it to, to build a character and got the lo and behold there it was there it is did you say bill that was my that was my russian that was my colonel yeah that was my russian <laughs> with a, a big sweater at a bakery i knew where that came from 
That is a very specific thing. I think you have a, a case. giant Russian wearing yeah. wearing a sweatshirt that says USA. That's too small. Working at a bakery. Mm. Very specific. That, very specific that story. That happens Copyright. all the time. <laughs> Patent pending. Uh, one Patent more thing I should mention that will prime us for what did you see next week? Uh, the reason we have a poster up on the wall here: oh, Ghostbusters yes. is coming back to cinemas for one week with its. 30th anniversary. And this is wide release, right? So people in, say, my hometown could actually see it, yep. unlike whenever we see it here because it's like a one-time thing. Yeah, we see Ghostbusters like every year yeah, in the I see it all the time. Los Angeles. But people in Jamestown can go see Ghostbusters the way it was meant to be on the big screen, which is good. Yep. Because cool. there's really nothing else to do. So go see Ghostbusters on the big what, screen. You fans of Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah, big fan. Good. Correct. Can you find someone who isn't? I don't think you can. No. They're probably mm. hateful people. How do you people? not love Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> they are horrible human They're beings. They're horrible Caitlin. people. Okay, and like, all right. Communists. Sure, like Warren Jeffs is probably not into Ghostbusters. Not an, and that's a bad man. He's <laughs> raped and he's done terrible <laughs> things to yeah. boys and girls, and that's why we shouldn't let him watch Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> oh, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Warren Jeffs isn't going to watch this show anymore. Funniest, funniest movie of all time? Living in Oblivion. Really? Wow. You didn't even think yeah. about that. that waiting right for government or living in oblivion. Oh, the there two. you go. That's, really That's oh, the wait. James LaGrosse. Is that his name? What? No, Tom Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Yes. Okay, now I remember. And Grandma comes in Come and does on. the scene at the end. Peter yes. Dinklage. Yes, Peter Dinklage. Oh. Yeah. Peter Dinklage. Oh. Why are we always Catherine Keener. Wow, I need to see it. Yeah. You've not seen it? No, I know of it, but oh, I have not seen it. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Well, it's a movie about making a movie, right? Yeah. About making like an independent, really crappy film that... Steve Buscemi's really obsessed with and oh, not awesome. many others. James LeGros. <laughs> it's great. It's so great. I think that's how most small films get made. One person has to be insane and can't stop thinking about it and the rest go, all right. That's yeah, kind of yeah. true. Yeah, it's like whatever he the wants. The room. All right, well, listen, let's have the show right. finale. There's no bigger way to go out than Karen's birthdays, Ooh. celebrating the birthdays of those who make the movies. Are we movies. done do- talking about Ghostbusters already? Yes. All right. I'm sure we'll well, talk I'm going to have a whole other show where we'll, I'll just talk we'll about Ghostbusters. We'll see it next week. I, can we'll I join you for that? Thank you. I love Harold Ramis. Oh, right? I know. He was my first big crush, like oh. nerd crush. Yeah, he's very cute. Yeah, and yeah, in was. Stripes, he was really adorable. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I can totally respect that. <laughs> <sighs> We went to the, uh, quietly the about Ghostbusters. Groundhog Day and what was the other one? Uh, Stripes. Mm-hmm. Double, Double feature at the New Beverly. Brilliant. Oh, wow. Um, that, yeah, I bet that, that was good. That was great. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. After he passed away, they, they put those up. and He was great. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of glad that he, uh, now that he is, I'm not glad he passed away, but now that his character cannot be, they can't do anything with it in Ghostbusters 3, I'm okay now with Ghostbusters 3 maybe happening. I didn't want it to happen before because I didn't want him and, and all the other characters to just be like, you're not good enough anymore. We're replacing you. So now I almost think now that Harold Ramis can't quite be Egon and they can't be what they were, it's safer now. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it can't possibly be that the Ghostbusters are a bunch of losers. You know, I don't They already they were that. in the second one. And I hated kids that. Kids parties and stuff. It's not that. cool. Because yeah. they were the heroes at the end of the other movie. The only thing that went wrong is they lost all their money. They're still brilliant scientists who did this great thing and saved the city but of course all of a sudden now just because they don't have money they're not good good at their job like what message is that right yeah. that's bullshit they're like America. Jack Bauer you give him a summer and they forget oh he saved the oh, world they only <laughs> were, should listen to him they completely did this thing that no one else ever could possibly do and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like oh well they're just a bunch of party no I'm with you though they, they should uh, just if they're gonna pass the torch to new Ghostbusters just have a whole new franchise 
and just pretend that the New York, the New York Ghostbusters are still doing their thing. Yeah. But maybe we're in a different city and we got new Ghostbusters and it's... You they know, need they to have, have them to, in every city now. They just have to give them all good Ghostbuster jobs. If they had good Ghostbuster jobs, then they would have plenty to do. Thank all you, right. Karen. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> That's uh, all. Let's get to Karen's birthdays, right. which celebrate the birthdays of those who make the movies. Karen. Yeah. All right, so let's start off our birthday week by wishing a very happy birthday to the star of Need for Speed, Mr. Aaron Paul. Oh, who, he's in... Uh, yes. Who turns 34 but can play anywhere from a TV star to... Well, a TV star, but it's not for lack of trying. He's in Breaking Bad, yes? Yes, here, check this out. Yeah, bitch! Magnets! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You know, Lee... I do. Aaron Paul and you have a lot in common. Yes, because I will. When AMC execs first decided to bring him to the the role of Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad, Vince Gillian had to convince AMC that he was not too attractive. Don't you run into that problem, too? Constantly. AMC's like, he's too attractive. Starbucks wouldn't hire me (laughs) for that reason. Can't possibly have him in the (laughs) store. He's too attractive. And, Paul, you and Aaron also have something in common. Oh, really? Yes, you worked in a movie theater when you were a young man, right? Yes. Like an usher of sorts and that kind of thing. Where do you think I stole these posters? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Aaron Paul worked as an usher at Universal Studios Movie Theater in Hollywood. Oh. Yes, that's very exciting. In the late 1990s. So you two both are on your way up to being the next Aaron Paul. So Say my name. Say my name. Happy birthday, bitch. You do it. You do it better. <laughs> what? Hey, do happy birthday, bitch. Like happy birthday. Oh, I can't do it. Wait a minute. Wait. Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, I got to get into it. Oh, all right. Sorry. Give him a moaning. Give him Jesse a Jesse Pinkman. Bitch! No, I got nothing. <laughs> nice I got one. nothing. Let's wish a happy birthday to David Paymer, who turns 59, but can play anywhere from... Better call Saul. <laughs> oh, it's that guy, too. Yeah, I've seen that guy before. Exactly. Matter of fact, when I was doing birthdays, because I've been doing them for about a year now, so every time the week comes up, it's always the same people, and I want to do the people I know. Forcing myself to do people that I go... Who's that guy? David Paymer, of all people. Do you even know who David Paymer is? How would I recognize David Paymer? Uh, you would recognize him from St. Elsewhere, the very first pilot, but then he was replaced. <laughs> By Howie Mandel? Holy shit, how did you know that? Oh my God! Because I know who David Paymer is. Oh. No, I don't. <laughs> how did you know Howie Mandel? Because he was that on St. Elsewhere. He was shot. the only one I remember. From, well, you are such an Ed ass. Ed Bagley Jr. is the only oh, one I would have He mentioned the cast member from St. Elsewhere. <laughs> Actually, he, he worked opposite <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins twice. First, it, I mean, both times. Here, this would be a little quiz. David Paymer worked opposite Sir Anthony Hopkins twice, where Anthony Hopkins, which I love, played a former U.S. president. Because nobody can play a president better than a British guy. (laughs) So what two movies did he work opposite uh, the great Sir Anthony Hopkins? Oh, I usually love these quizzes. I'll say Nixon. Yes, Nixon. Perfect. Right, right. And then the other one, it's a little trickier because it's kind of peripheral character. The president isn't what it's all about. But Anthony Hopkins was playing the president. Yes. Oh, that was Butler. The Butler. The Butler is wrong. Oh. You're close. It's Amistad. Oh, yeah. Not even going to go there, Karen. (laughs) Not even going to go there. That's right. He was John Quincy Adams. (laughs) Right. Because he's British. (laughs) And lastly, let's Please turn off my microphone. (laughs) Let's wish a happy birthday to the beautiful Cameron Diaz, who turns 41 but can play anywhere from a model to a model-turned-actress. She's also a friend of mine on Facebook. Oh, fantastic. Very good. Things are looking up for me. Poker when you get a chance. If you could poker, that would make me happy. 
So my quiz to you guys is what movie was Miss Diaz's burst, bi- first big screen debut? <gasps> uh, Pet Detective. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. No, no. Mask. 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 Oh, mask. Not the mask. Yay. Very the close. Mask. Same Very movie. Good. That's what I meant. Yeah, right. yeah, we Matter of fact. <laughs> what this, I meant. We were all make... thinking the same thing <laughs> and <laughs> saying the same thing. Now, this will make us all feel better, all the actors and actresses here. She was off uh, in the other side of the world in Europe touring as a model. And her agent said, hey, I've got this audition for you for the mask. After... 12 callbacks. She got the role. God, do you oh remember her coming out in that dress? In that scene, she comes out in that. Oh, googly, googly, moogly. You know how hard that would be to stay positive Oof. after 12. And she's not an actor. I mean, she. I do know how hard. It's hard, right? <laughs> 12 callbacks. You start, who hates me? Who's yeah, rooting for which me? Which person in the who room? Who can't stand me? Who do I need to win over? Right. And who do I think? And yeah. do you do the same thing each time? Or exactly. do, what do you have to change? What do you do? The psychology is just endless. It just goes usually on Usually, when you get a callback, it means you did great. Just do the same thing again. After 12, you're like, I've got to do what something else different. What can I do? And, and keep the integrity of whatever you did originally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And being an actress, that's probably easier. She was a model, so she probably was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> However, uh, worked to her favor, because she never slowed down her career after that. And she is the highest paid actress in her 40s. Mm. So, cool. go Cameron. Wow. And we uh, hopefully that all won't change this Christmas when she will be starring as Miss Hannigan in the musical Annie. So I'm looking forward to that because Annie was the first movie that I saw in the theater when I was a little girl. So that was like really exciting to me to go see all these people singing and dancing. And Lee, you yes. know how much I love to see celebrities sing. I do. People ask me, mm-hmm. tell me two interesting things about Karen. Yeah. And I say, first of all, yes. she's secretly a scream queen. <laughs> and secondly, she loves to hear celebrities sing. I do love that so much so that I went and I dug deep into one of my favorite Julia Roberts movies, My Best Friend's Wedding. And here, and this isn't fair because Cameron Diaz does some amazing, horrible singing in this one. Mm. This is her singing a little karaoke. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> Brilliant. Her character is supposed to be bad. Yeah, and she wins over everyone at the end, and Julia Roberts, like, is pissed. She takes her top off. Well, sort of. (laughs) It's hard to do. (laughs) Sarah is lip syncing. (laughs) Good! I love this scene. Right? Great movie, right? She's horrible. It's wonderful. And now that we're through, I just don't know what to do with my time. We need more Rupert Everett. Where's he been? <laughs> Where is Rupert Isn't he great? Yeah. Love him. I had a crush yeah. on him. Why not? It's just devastating mm. to me. There was rumor about. Did he turn out to be gay? He's gay. Just like George Michael? He's, he's out. Everyone else knew. <laughs> I didn't know George Michael was gay. I was sure we were going to get married. Hmm. Awkward. My brothers used to be like, he's gay. Shut up. I'm like, oh. Well, that wraps into the movie <laughs> showcast, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys on Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, LinkedIn, even. What the hell? Um, thanks to Caitlin Keats and Sarah Butler. Yay! Where can we uh, follow you guys? Uh, you Twitter and all, you, you Twitter and all that? Out to her garden we're, we're, and watch her do gardening, obviously. Tweeters. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tweet and I, I do you twit face. What's that? Fantastic. That's like the collaborative social media that I'm trying to promote. It's not real. Oh, I love uh, it. <laughs> pen pending. Pen pending. We're like, sign up for that. Pen pending. Yeah, the Twitter 
and Facebook. At Sarah Butler? Yeah. Or did you, did Sarah you, Butler. Did you yeah. land that? Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, so Sarah, the Sarah Butler. Yeah, Sarah Butler. The mm-hmm. Sarah Butler yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Caitlin Keats, Twitter. And that's Caitlin with a C. A-I-T-L-I-N. That's cool. <laughs> Go, Cameron! <laughs> Thanks also to Jamie Clark Yelvington yeah. for mining the board and jumping and into the show. In. Yeah. Who I think we had our mic on backwards. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. We'll be back next week as we move into the September movies. We'll see you then. Thank you. Yeah.